0: Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for being here. Later in the show, we're going to talk about proposals A and B in the city of Detroit. Both would make an ordinance out of the idea of community benefits agreements. It would pass laws that would require that development projects of different sizes would have to have community benefits agreements with them. Of course, this is A conversation we've been having in the city of Detroit for a long time about how developers relate to the community. Do they just provide jobs or should they be providing other things? Now Detroiters will have a chance to vote on that question of the question of forcing developers to have to do that. There are two different proposals. They look very different. They would require different things at different levels. We're going to have an advocate for both proposals in the studio to explain what the difference is and then sort of hash it out. Which one do they think is superior? And of course, we're going to want to hear from you about that. What do you think about the idea of trying to require developers to include community benefits agreements? In their development projects when they get tax money from us. Of course, if you think about the Red Wings arena, I think is the the one project that sticks out in everybody's mind when we talk about this, the kinds of subsidies that the government provided for that project and the fact that uh, maybe we're not getting back everything that we thought we might. So, Stay tuned for that a little later. But first, Republican L. Brooks Patterson has led Oakland County since 1992. He's seeking a seventh and final four-year term. He says if he wins, this will be his last four years in office. He touts his ability to keep the county's finances strong through tough economic times for the rest of the region and the state. But his history is also a complicated one. Patterson made his name opposing school desegregation efforts here in southeast Michigan in the 1970s. Democrat Vicki Barnett, a former state lawmaker and mayor of Farmington Hills, might be the toughest challenger Patterson has faced in recent years. She says it's time for change as Patterson ages and the county becomes more diverse. We invited Brooks Patterson to join this conversation several times, but we never got them to agree to do that. So he is not here this morning, but Vicki Barnett, former state representative and Democratic candidate for Oakland County Executive, is here. De- uh, Vicki, welcome to Detroit Today.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here this morning.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about what uh, your... Elevator pitch is to can, uh, to voters uh, about your candidacy for the Oakland County
1: executive. How many stories are we traveling in the <laughs> elevator? Um, it's it's really simple. the 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 difference between Mister Patterson's vision of the future of Oakland County and mine are very different. Um, he still is is building cities for vehicles instead of for people and is not a real fan of a robust public transit system, which I think is crucial for economic development to continue to thrive in Oakland County and the surrounding uh, neighborhoods and, and counties that we're a part of the region with. The real difference there is if we talk about building cities for sprawl like he has and continue to go in that direction. We continue to spend $80 million a mile on new infrastructure for roads, bridges, gas lines, sewer lines, etc. Instead of fixing where our infrastructure currently exists. So redevelopment is really the the best bang for the buck economically. It revitalizes our already existing communities and cities. It brings tax dollars into those communities and the only way they get new tax revenue um, above and beyond the 5% of the rate of inflation, whichever is lower with their existing tax base, is to have new construction or redevelopment. And that also helps the bottom line of the county because the county survives on property tax revenue that's generated from all the communities. So we've been going along kind of okay in Oakland County, and it's been great for some people, but not for everybody. So we've left a lot of communities behind. Pontiac, Hazel Park, have basically been left to their own devices and are struggling to come back. The greatness of the system that we have though is that Mayor Deidra Waterman is really reaching out using the powers of yeah. yes, of Pontiac, using the powers of the treasurer's office and others to help regentrify her community and redevelop it. Uh, the city manager in Hazel Park has done a marvelous job of of keeping their head above water they were one of the cities that was hit hardest by the foreclosure crisis in uh, the recession that really hit them hard in 2009 10 11 and 12 so we've got communities that are doing great things they're just not getting a lot of help from the county for example I was mayor of Farmington Hills at the time it was the largest city in Oakland County we've been slightly eclipsed by Troy welcome Troy to the club (laughs) and um, but we had a strong A very strong, robust bond rating. We lowered taxes by consolidating services with our neighboring communities. I did an economic master plan in Farmington Hills to see where we had developed and where we needed to go with overlay zoning uh, possibilities and and things to do redevelopment. Um, That's some of the things that I'm proposing for the county. For the 12 years that I served in local government, not once did anybody from Brooks's office or from the county offices, come to Oakland, come to Farmington Hills, sit down with the city council and say, how can we be a good partner?
0: And when you talk about that partnership, though, I think, um, I think if Brooks were here, what he would say is that keeping the budget balanced, for instance, keeping the bond rating high, making sure that everything works the way it's supposed to in county government is being a partner and that you know, he's not just uh, tooted his own horn about those things, but he's got people around the country who have looked to Oakland County as the kind of place that's a model for the way county governments ought to operate. What's, what's, what's not, is he wrong about that?
1: Well, the real arbiter of how you do, the person who sits down with the rating agencies, the person who is responsible for for maintaining that AAA bond rating is the Oakland County Treasurer. And that's Andy Meisner, and he's running for re-election as well. And he's fought very hard to maintain that AAA bond rating, despite the fact that Mr. Patterson did not want him to engage in innovative ideas to stabilize property values, to make 14,000 payment plans between homeowners and businesses that really kept the bond rating up. So I, I... It's great that Brooks wants to take credit for everything that happens in Oakland County, but the fact is there are also great elected officials that are doing everything they can to make sure that Oakland County functions well. I'll give you a a key example here. There was a group of developers. um, They happened to be Syrian Americans. They bought a rundown empty school building in Pontiac and 120 empty vacant lots around that. Their proposal was to put in 120 houses that would be sold to young families that were just starting out that would fill the schools. They were going to convert the school to a community center to service the community and fill the needs of the seniors and other people that lived around it. It would have brought in great tax revenue to the city of Pontiac that's just coming off an emergency manager situation. And instead of inviting that project to proceed, Mr. Patterson called it Syrian Refugee Village because of the nationality of the people that had moved here and now were citizens and bought it um, and stopped the project cold. That's not that's not good for Oakland County. That's not good for the for the city of Pontiac, and it's not good for the residents in general. And it also shows a kind of sprawl mentality that says let's build in green and keep going out instead of reinvesting in the infrastructure we already have.
0: Um, when you talk about uh, the cities that, that are sort of aging in Oakland County, Pontiac comes to mind of course, but, but you've got several others where uh, there are infrastructure needs that 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 have not been met, where um, where we we just are are in need of a different thing. Talk sort of specifically about how you would do that differently. I think Brooks has talked a lot about uh, his Main Street uh, program, I think it's called, uh, where there's a lot of focus on downtowns, on on cities, and he points to that as the way that he's dealt with uh, the, the these these issues that cities have what would you do differently?
1: Well, I wouldn't use the Main Street program and Automation Alley as a marketing tool solely. I would really get into the nitty gritty of economic development and revitalization of our older communities. There were a lot of projects that were going on before Brooks's Main Street project, and it's been ancillary and it's been slightly helpful. But don't take away the the power of the local mayors and their economic development teams to really start to get things done. There was also um, Conan Smith with the Michigan Suburbs Alliance that created a redevelopment-ready program for cities. Melanie Piana, who is on city council in Ferndale, is a strong advocate of motorized and and non-motorized transportation of a complete street program. And that's the kind of direction we need to move in. We need to start creating our cities around the idea of people instead of vehicles. And in fact, there was just an article in the Free Press yesterday on how Gratiot, Randolph, and Broadway are going to be reconfigured for a pedestrian plaza and attract people into that area. That's the future of where we're going, and that means robust public transportation and an eye to city development around walkability, around congregating people, places where people want to meet so that our cities are more people-friendly. As I said, the, the Main Street program has been okay, but it really hasn't fostered the kind of economic development that the cities have been able to put together on their own. And the programs that Brooks has put in place has also largely disregarded the notion of agriculture and food processing, which is one of the hottest commodities right now, and it's the second largest industry in the state. In fact, I I tell people all the time that the Michigan Milk Producers Association is headquartered in Novi, Michigan, and that strikes people as strange. Well, we have a great Christmas tree farm in Oakland County that provides Christmas trees across the country. We could take vertical hydroponic gardening tools and create farm-to-table food in our inner cities and revitalize old warehouses, repurpose them, put them back on the tax rolls and create year-round employment where we need it. So there's a lot of new technology, new ideas that are out there. And I think when people voted for term limits, and and I am not gonna say that I'm a fan of term limits. (laughs) I am not a fan of term limits. But I think the idea was that politicians sometimes think that they have their jobs for life. And I've always believed that elections are the real determinant, so I'm hoping everybody gets out and votes for me, but the idea that new and fresh ideas should be infused into the political life of our communities on a periodic basis, makes a lot of sense. So does it make sense to continue to go the way we're going? And we know what that is. That's claiming that I-75 is Oakland County's Main Street. That's saying we can't get enough of sprawl. We love sprawl. That's frack, 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 instead of protecting our 1400 lakes and streams. That, that course through Oakland County and make it such a beautiful place, and disregarding the needs of talented millennials who have college debt to pay for and can't afford the trifecta of paying for retirement, paying down their college debt, and making sure that they can live their lives in peace and harmony and have their own home and have to buy a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're fleeing the That's metro area. Yeah. Right.
0: This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and my guest is Vicki Barnett, former state representative, former mayor of Farmington Hills. She's the Democratic candidate for Oakland County Executive this year on November 8th. Uh, she's running against Elbrooks Brooks Patterson, who has held that job since 1992. We extended an invitation to Patterson to join the program to talk about this race. Uh, he did not get back to us about coming on to Detroit today. So uh, Vicki Barnett is here alone talking about this race. Uh, if you have a question for her you want to talk about the race more generally talk about oakland county what's going on there give us a call 313-577-1019 is the number 313-577-1019 you can also go to the wdet facebook page put your comments there or go to twitter and hashtag detroit today we'll try to work your comments into the conversation let's go to chuck in franklin chuck welcome to detroit today Uh,
2: good morning steven good morning vicky barnett Um, I've already voted uh, as an absentee. I voted for L. Brooks Patterson, and I would vote for all of the Republican county commissioners. And uh, Brooks, I fear greatly the day that uh, Democrats take over Oakland County and bring the same kind of financial management that they brought to Wayne County in Detroit. But with regard to Andy Meisner, the Oakland County treasurer, to give him credit for Oakland County's AAA gold-plated bond rating when he's been there for a tiny fraction of the time that El Brooks Patterson and his financial team, including Bob Datto, et cetera, who have won award after award after award from national magazines and rating agencies calling them some of the best county managers anywhere in the country. Yeah, they've been held up as models. really ridiculous. They are, they are the model across the country for good financial management.
0: Yeah, uh, Chuck, uh, great point. Uh, I, I mentioned that earlier, that uh, it's not just that they say they're great, that they've gotten a lot of recognition from around the country for the way that they have run the county. Uh, but but I appreciate your calling and, and pointing that out again. Vicki Barnett, what do you say to that, that Andy Meisner can't really take credit for what's going on in Oakland County because he hasn't been there as long well, in office. Well,
1: Chuck, I, I understand your concern. When things are going OK, as they are in Franklin and in Farmington Hills, we forget that they're not going OK everywhere else. And Andy Meisner came in in 2008. He was elected. The economic crash really took effect in 2009 property values plummeted across Oakland County, even in Franklin, and in Farmington Hills. In Farmington Hills, when I was mayor, we created a a program that reached out to Franklin as well for consolidation of services for public safety. So uh, I am a Democrat, but I'm also an MBA from University of Michigan-Dearborn, and I'm a financial planner and advisor. And when I was mayor, we also won awards for our budget, and I cut taxes and delivered more services than had happened before but that takes creativity and it takes new ideas and it takes reaching out and asking other communities what they need and how can we be a good partner which has not happened on the county level. So you may say that Andy Meisner's only been there for eight years but he's been there for the toughest eight years since the Great Depression in the late 1920s. So I would say that the bond rating in part is due to Andy's creative approach, and he stopped home values from plummeting by making sure that residents could make payment plans and stay in their homes, which stopped the slide. We would have gone much further into the hole had he not been able to do that, and he did that against the advice of uh, the county executive. Yeah. Okay, Vicki
0: Barnett, former state representative, former mayor of Farmington Hills, Democratic candidate for Oakland County Executive. Thank you for being here on Detroit Today.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity. Good luck with
0: the, what, last four days of uh, the campaign oh, season, I think. Yeah. I we're can't... all ready for it to be over. Yes, we are. And, <laughs> and,
1: and wh- whomever you would choose to vote for, please get out right. there and get make sure and that vote. your voice is heard at the ballot box. Yeah, very important. Thanks for the all opportunity. Right. Thank you for being here. All Bye. right,
0: up next, we're going to talk about the competing community benefits proposals on the ballot in Detroit this year. We're going to want to hear from you about those, so stay tuned. Stay with us on Detroit Today.